Well, hello again. Um, thank you for being there. This is day number 122. Now, I know for some of you, it's kind of interesting you started late. Um, no problem. Um, pick up from where we are. We're in the spiritual war warfare, understanding about growth. And um, just really listen, listen, listen. This is really all about working on ourselves. Uh, we talk about the church. We talk about other issues. But really, if you want to make the world better, focus on making yourself better individually. That's because it's the collective work of people who are better that produce a better world. Come on, think about it. Think about it. I, w I was looking the other day, um, watching a movie, and, and, and in the movie they went to a a scene from a the downtown portion of the city and wonderful buildings and architecture and all of that kind of stuff. And it reminded me again, someone had to design that. Someone had to have the foresight. Someone had to have the understanding that these things would be helpful long beyond their natural life to design the streets and the and the sidewalks and different things so we can be mobile. Um, man, we need people who are thinking beyond their own earthly life to put in place things that are helpful, right? So individually, let's do the same thing in our own lives as we structure and shape our own lives after the, the image of God and for the glory of God. We then also become part of the body that he is building that represents his church. You got it? So it's like having a, um, going to the store and buying an apple and you look at the apple, it doesn't have any blemishes, any, any bruises. But have you ever purchased a, a bag of apples and inside there's one apple that's been banged around quite a bit, bruised up. And by the time you get around to it, you, you have to actually cut that part out that apple would have affected all of the others, right? So let's become, let's become fruit. Let's become individuals that are blessings rather than curses. So now, how does the enemy attack the church? One of the things, listen, listen, listen. One of the things, the church is attacked by spirits of criticism. Yes, yes. This often happens when someone comes to church and they are not dressed appropriately. And we say, he or she should not come to church like this. And that is absolutely correct. There is a proper way to appear and dress in public. Yes, there is. However, what are we supposed to do? Do we focus only on what is inappropriate? Or do we help them find a way to become appropriate? And how best to do that? than by building a relationship with that person. So if it's a man who is inappropriate, the men of the church <clears throat> could have enough self-confidence, enough kindness in their heart to, to befriend the man. And through the process of befriending him, help him to model what is appropriate for a church. If it's a woman, the women could do the same thing. Yeah, they say, ah, she's here to compete to get our men. Um, maybe not. Maybe she doesn't know 
what's going on with dress. Can you help her? If, you, if you're not secure enough in who you are as an individual, you are not the one to do it. You can begin to pray. The Holy Spirit can convict the person. There is such a thing called an environmental prompt. We use them all the time. We're changing the behavior of a child. And, and some of our children are having so much trouble now during this COVID isolation, stay-at-home um, environment because they're at home and, and home prompts you, home encourages you, home um, lets you know different things ought to happen at home. Lay out on the couch, watch the TV, chill out. Home, but school, you're sitting up, you're, the bells are ringing, you're moving through the day. It's structured differently than at home, right? So there are environmental cues, environmental prompts, environmental insight that happens in a church setting. And through love and grace and mercy and prayer and the wisdom of God, people can become more and more appropriate, not by hammering away on what is off, just by enjoying what is on. What would the enemy want you to do? That's what we ask in church, right? What would Jesus want us to do? It's, it's almost just that simple. Another thing the enemy does to attack the church. As soon as the church service is over, what do we do? We cut up the preacher, we cut up the praise team, and we have them for dinner, right? Every note the praise team missed, every move, they didn't get this right and all of that, you know. The pastor missed this, didn't say that right, shouldn't have said, you know, he said, she said, on and on and on, have them for dinner. A spirit of fault finding now comes in and the enemy has an opening in that con congregation. When Jesus was here on earth with his disciples, Satan did not walk into their meetings and announce himself saying, I'm Satan and I'm here. No. What did he do? He would enter the meeting through the life of a disciple who had been compromised in some way. Do you see that? When Judas betrayed Jesus, it was because Judas had opened the door of his life for Satan to enter. Where there's a spirit of strife, guess what? Every other devil is at work or seeking to work. Two other scriptures real quick and then let's pray. Listen, Galatians chapter 5, 19 through 21. Make sure you, you read it. It says, now the works of the flesh are manifest, which are these. Adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness, idolatry, witchcraft. We've been talking a lot about that. Hatred, variance, emulation emulations, wrath, strife. It's right there, strife. Yes, a work of the flesh. Seditions, heresies, envyings, murders, drunkenness, revilings, and such like of the which I tell you before, as I've also told you in the past time, that they which do such things, they which practice such things, shall not inherit the kingdom of God. So what is the enemy doing when he gets me to focus on strife and, and envy and all of that? He's trying to get me to make that the practice and the focus of my life to pull me out of the kingdom. 
And really, what causes strife? John chapter, James rather, chapter 4, verse, verse 1 tells us, What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? Wow. Father God, help us. Help your church. Help your people. Help me. Help us individually. Yes, help us individually to work on ourselves, to be a better representation of what you are on earth. Help us to surrender our hearts and lives to you. Yes, Lord. And where we have been caught up in strife and envy and worry and competition, Lord, forgive us. We are sorry. We love you. And we don't want to let you down. You did not let us down. We want to hear you say, well done. So help us, Jesus. Amen. Thank you, Lord.